welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 144, The Battle of Ranskor of Kolos. My name is John, and joining me as he does every week is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, take hey. two? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Hey, you caught it early. It's all good. Caught it about good. eight minutes in, but... Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Better All right, eight than eighty. Yes, yes, very, very much so. Um, how are you, sir? Um, I'm well. I'm well. Things are kind of chugging along towards Christmas. Less than two weeks away now. And, oh yeah. Um, I basically got all my shopping done. Got a lot of wrapping left to do, but that's that's okay. Nice. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, nice. let's see. Uh, I'm seeing Nine Inch Nails tomorrow. <gasps> Dude, I haven't seen Nine Inch Nails since 1994 when this this completely like unknown wow. band called Marilyn Manson opened up for him. Wow, whatever Look at became that. of those guys? I don't know. <laughs> wow, that's a, nice. That's great. Nine yes, this, this will be my. Uh, I'm going with uh, Ernesto. Cool. And uh, this will be, I think, my third or fourth time seeing them. I'm very excited. Right on. I. I honestly just seen them the one time. Oh man, they have um, progressed mightily. Oh yes, no. I I mean I've listened to some of the more recent stuff on uh on Spotify and the whatnot, but mm-hmm. it was kind of nice to recently revisit the Downward Spiral. Oh yeah, and Pretty Hate Machine. Yeah. Oh boy, that got me through my first breakup. <laughs> great album. Long, great album. Long, yeah, great album. Long story behind that one too. Oh boy. Well, for another time, possibly. Indeed. Uh, Indeed. Let's uh we we're doing this again. So um let's uh. Let's tell the people what's going on over at If Memory Serves this uh, month. Yeah, 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 yeah. By all means, folks, go and check it out because we are uh, very excited to present our first anniversary show. Yeah, we've been doing this for a year now. Um, and uh, we chose to do our first movie review, and we did it of a TV movie uh, that aired in 1985 called Poison Ivy. But not the one with Drew Barrymore and whoever else, Nev Campbell or somebody. Um this was a 1985 like summer camp TV movie. Michael J. Fox was in it. Adam Baldwin was in it. Nancy McKeon was in it. Uh, comedian Robert Klein, a bunch of kid actors that you probably won't recognize. <clears throat> and um, so we, we spend, you know, a big long time just kind of uh, going over our memories of this movie. Um, and then uh, amazingly enough, like I, I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, but we had kicked around the ideas like, well, what if we could get a hold of one of these kid actors now that they're an adult and have an interview with them? And I'm like, that would be awesome. And my brother works for the state archives. He he's he's a researcher, right? This is his job. And um, sure enough, he managed to get a hold of one of the guys via Facebook, of all things, and say, hey, look, uh, I realize you have no idea who I am, uh, but we loved your acting in this like one movie you were ever in, would you be willing to sit down for an interview with us? Um, and sure enough, he agreed. And we set up a time, made it happen. So tacked that onto the episode and our present to you from if memory serves is a ginormous helping um, of two and a half hours 
of this NBC TV movie and our memories of it, plus this really awesome interview. And I totally want everyone to check it out. Yeah, definitely go check that out. It sounds very, very interesting. Yeah, and we've even got a link in the show notes. Uh, if you've never seen it, uh, it, it is on YouTube, completely with commercials. Uh, so you can go check that out and watch it and then listen to it. So you're not just sitting there going, I don't know what these guys are talking about. It sounds <laughs> funny, but go watch it. It's worth it. Well, all right. Here we are. Who news? Take two. This is around the time where we figured uh, John wasn't recording because a light was blinking. But yeah, let's get into this. Who news again? Shall we? Good old blinky lights. Well, first off, good news, because it is a little bit of a mixed bag this week. Um, Jody will be back for sure. Season 12. Perfect. Good to great news. Yes. Yes. Confirm that to the Hollywood reporter. Um. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited to see what we can get for season 12. Um, You know, I'm so happy about that. Now, bad news. We don't actually get season 12 until 2020. Yeah, this was uh, rumored for a while. um, And we finally got the the confirmation. Yeah, which is funny because I thought we had already gotten a, oh, oh, fall of 2019. Yeah, I thought we had gotten that as well, but uh, d- yesterday, or I'm sorry, Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, the BBC went, oh, by the way, here's a little promo poster. The Doctor will return in 2020. Um, yeah. So not at all happy about that. Um, I think it uh, ruins the momentum we're building for a new Doctor. Um, yeah. I mean, if we're going to look at this in a good light, hey, Taylor, we get to review more uh, uh, classic who we yeah, I trust me, I'm I've I've already got ideas for what I want to start reviewing, um, you know, and and there is so much. Yeah, there's not just classic who there is big finish. There's comic books, there's novels. I'm actually listening to the first 13th Doctor novel on Audible right now. Yes. Oh, great. Um, yeah, I for I got through all the Expanse series and forgot to kind of pause my Audible membership before it renewed. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I get one more book. <laughs> I'm like, let's do a Doctor Who one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, um, lots of Wilderness Year stuff that we can do. Um, but yes, uh, early 2020. So I, I would guess, I would guess that we're probably looking at like March, maybe April. Yeah, I mean, I would assume so. I don't think it'll be uh, any earlier than that. But, I mean, imagine if it was so early that we could watch an episode with everyone at Gallifrey 1. Oh, that would be amazing. I would love that. I don't think... I know I've never had that experience, but this is only my third year going. Yeah, I think it would be um, It'd be pretty interesting if we got it, it that early, but I don't think we will. Seriously, you would pack program A and everybody would be going nuts. Oh, yeah. It'd be so Can you cool. imagine that energy? I can't, honestly. I mean, I feel like I could maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's a good room. Oh, yeah. Very good room. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward. And, and, I, and I, I'd like to, I mean, my hope for the next series is now that we've gotten through this first one and she had no made it clear. He's like, hey, we're not doing any returning stuff. We're given a fresh start. Anybody can jump on board. Let's get some classic baddies back. Let's, you know, um, <coughs> let's throw off the shackles, uh, yeah. you know, that we put on ourselves for this first season and 
let's just full steam ahead and just into some amazing adventures. Oh, yeah. That's my hope. Absolutely. Let's do it. That's my hope. Um, Now, obviously, we don't get a Christmas special this year. We get a New Year's Day special. Mm -hmm. But um, if you go over to our show notes, which will have a link to io9, they've got to look back at Doctor Who's very first Christmas special. And it's probably not the one you're thinking of unless you were raised on classic Who. Yes. Which one is Um, is it? Because in the William Hartnell era, um, there is a story in the middle of the ginormous Daleks master plan that happened to land on Christmas Day. Oh. And so they basically take an entire episode out of this entire uh, 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 serial mm. to have this like side adventure <laughs> called The Feast of Stephen. They don't oh, actually wow. eat the companion. Just, just <laughs> imagine just if they did. Yeah, I know. God, that'd be creepy. What a weird I mean, yeah, turn right. of events that would have been. So anyway, it, it is. It's. It really is kind of a bonkers adventure. Um, it, it's definitely worth a read. Check that out. Hmm. Um, yeah, this is also the 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 classic um, uh, instance where uh, the doctor breaks the fourth wall and looks directly at the camera and wishes everyone Merry Christmas. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. <clears throat> that's great. Yeah. Um, speaking of some seriously classic who, um, March of 2019 is going to see the release of the animated version of the 1967 second doctor story, the Macra terror. Yes. This, have you seen the little trailer they have for this? Mm -hmm. This is, uh, man, we're reviewing the heck out of this for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I'm all for it. The animation that they've done so far that we've seen, it's very teasery, uh, looks great. I'm yep. very excited for this. I feel like every time they do a new animated treatment, the uh, the animation is better and everything feels a lot tighter. So I'm excited for this. Yeah, it, it definitely looks better. It looks a lot less like um, like a hastily thrown together flash animation. Yes. Um, I definitely think it works better in color. I mean, I said this with Shada. Um, I definitely think it works better in color than it does uh, in black and white. Absolutely. Um, but again, that's just personal opinion on that. But yes, Macrotera, very much looking forward to that. That will definitely be on our calendar for March. Absolutely. Um, so just dropping today, um, Doctor Who actually picked up two awards in the 2018 I Talk Telly Awards. I'm not really sure what that is other than an annual Twitter poll. Uh, that had <laughs> over a quarter of a million people register votes in it. Uh, oh, wow. Doctor Who won Best Returning Drama, and Mandip Gill was voted Best Newcomer. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. I talk telly awards, huh? All it's right. something I've never heard of I've, before. Yeah, I've never if they're calling it telly, it's got to be British, I presume. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, well, we've got a little bit more galley news. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was all excited. So I hope oh, maybe they're finally dropping some more guests, but no. Nope. <laughs> Not yet. Their announcement yet. was more guests are coming. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I God bless all the people who work on this con because they do. Oh, no. It's so the, much work. It's the place um, to be, folks. Yeah. And they have said we. We have quite a few left to announce. They've been working dig- diligently on some major headliner plans, and it's just 
it's harder to book bigger names way in advance because oh, yeah. you know people's timetables and stuff they change i get it i totally get it and i know that we we gleefully give galley a little bit of crap every time we record because it's like all right we record expect an announcement tomorrow <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um and and I thought there was maybe something today when I looked at Facebook, but no, it was again to do with ticket transfers. So luckily we've already got that taken care yes, of. Yes, we do. Thank you. Uh, discussion panelist requests do close this Saturday, December 15th. So if you're hearing this before then, and if you are thinking of signing up, go and do that. We have a link to the Gallifrey One page in our show notes. The art show is sold out. There is still room to put an ad in their program book. Oh, is there? There is. Have you thoughts, John? Um, I mean, I didn't know that. Where Where is that? Uh, pro, visit program advertising. Okay, let's see here. Yep. What do we got? About halfway down the page. Huh. And while you look at that, their 2019 charity auction is going to be for the um, Los Angeles Science Fantasy Society Building Fund. This is a science fiction and fantasy uh, organization that's been active in the Los Angeles area since 1934. Oh yeah, it looks very cool. Oh yeah, it no, it's it's really neat. Um, I think it's a great, a great um, organization to help support, um, and one that's been around for a really long time. Yes. So I'm I'm excited to to help be a part of that. So here, here, absolutely, perfect. And of course, at the bottom of the page. More convention updates soon because we've got only 64 days, 23 hours, and 42 minutes left. Yes. Yes, we do. Holy moly, that is getting close. Yeah, it is. Very close. <clears throat> uh, and last but not least in terms of Who News tonight, if you haven't heard, BBC America does have a Doctor Who-themed Yule Log that you can have up and running on your uh, browser of choice, or if you're so technically inclined to throw it up onto your TV. Uh, the link straight to the player is in our show notes. Yeah, just, it is really neat. I let it run for about an hour. I just looked at it, but I didn't. Uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. It's very cute. All right. <sighs> you want to give? You want to do this? Uh, you got a little note here yeah. before we get into it. Yeah, I just really quickly. I want. I want to. Shout out a coworker of mine. Her name's Karen. She works in the uh, uh, information services department. Um, she is a Doctor Who fan. Every so often, she'll catch me in the hall, uh, and and uh, while we're like going to get coffee or something, and we'll we'll chit chat about like the latest episode or something. And interestingly enough, she was kind of feeling how we were uh, earlier this season. Yeah. Is that you know she's liking it, but just yeah, it felt like something wasn't quite clicking just yet. So I uh, uh, just wanted to. Say thanks to that. It's always nice to have somebody at work to talk Doctor Who with. And um, honestly, today I ran over to the local Tap Plastics uh, that I've been going to uh, since I was a kid in my parents' neighborhood in San Jose because I wanted to get some parts for this 3D-printed Dalek eye stock uh, that I've been working Ooh. on. And I walk in with the 3D-printed piece, and um, it was very funny because um, I, I go to explain that I'm, I'm making this thing. And I said, well, are you guys familiar with Dr. Who? And the guy goes, yeah, it's funny. We were just talking about Dr. Who. And I'm like, <laughs> I have found my people. Yeah. Um, so they were very helpful. Um, made some great suggestions and stuff. I thought it was really cool that, you know, a tap plastics, which is not necessarily maybe the first place people think of going literally has a section for cosplay supplies. Oh, interesting. 
Uh, so if you're if you're doing you know foam crafting or if you're making molds or something, um, I was blown away. So I just I want to give some props and some shout outs to these guys, um, uh, especially their their San Jose location uh, near downtown. <clears throat> they did a great job, blowed me uh, out of the water, and they are fans of Doctor Who as well. So thumbs up, guys. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Main event time. Ringing ding. The finale. Of season 11. I'm doing it backwards. I'm just going to read everything backwards. Oh, boy. Now, we watched the Battle of Ranscor Avakolos, starring Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, Mandeep Gill as Yaz, Tossin Cole as Ryan Sinclair, Bradley Walsh as Graham, Mark Addy as Paltraki, Samuel Oatley as Tim Shaw, and Purcell Ascot mm-hmm. as Delph. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Very good. It was, you nailed it. Thank you. Thank you. It was written by the Chibs and directed by The Childs. Nice. It first aired December 9th, 2018, and is the season finale of season 11. We've got some story notes, so let's uh, get do. to it. Well, thank you, fine folks at TARDIS Wicked. To keep the return of Tim Shaw surprise, Samuel Oatley was not credited in the Radio Times. You might remember they did something similar when uh, they didn't want to let slip that Adric had died. Ah, yes. Yes, I do recall but that. That would be the inverse. Like, I think they yes. put him in instead of not. Anyway. Anyway, something <laughs> similar. Similar. <clears throat> um, so the doctor previously met somebody else who stole and miniaturized planets. It, it was also an episode that we've reviewed that I actually thought was pretty hilarious. The pirate planet. Yes, pirate planet. Yep. And and at times I almost kind of wish that you know she was facing uh, uh, our pirate captain as the baddie in this one. Yes, that would have been a nice callback. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also see the Doctor summon the TARDIS using her sonic screwdriver, something the War Doctor did quite frequently. If you listen to some of the uh, audio adventures, mm, haven't gotten there yet. Nope, haven't gotten there yet. But hey. We may someday soon. Yes, we will. And as usual, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us. Indeed. Through the Doctor's own actions, she sets into motion a complete crisis of faith amongst a generation of Ux that leads to a 3,407-year reign of terror by a former foe over anyone who previously wronged him. Can the Doctor correct things? Will Graham suddenly turn into this season's Samuel L. Jackson? Let's find out. Yes, let's find out. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> we I think for we had differing differing opinions. We did. Which is uh which is fine, but also kind of strange, but not really, I guess. <laughs> um, it's not as common as you might think. Yes, there we go. It's not as common with us as you as you may think. Um I thoroughly enjoyed this episode i thought it was um it was a very good finale um i thought while we didn't get a traditional uh story arc it was kind of like i I don't even know how you how i would describe this story arc because it was like episodes one two and then we got kind of well episode one kind of episode two and then the finale here um I don't know what kind of a story arc that would be, but is it like a boomerang where you skip a bunch of stuff? To I don't know. I have no Some, idea. Something like that. 
Beam me up, uh, Scotty, to the end of the. Uh, just going to the end of the. Uh, I have no idea, but it's. Um, I thought. <laughs> I thought it was a solid episode. I thought the stakes were high as they should be in a finale. Um, I mean, there were some issues. I did have some issues, but nothing too great. Um, I mean, I would like to hear where you're coming from, sir. Um, I. <clears throat> You know, I've had a few days to think about this now. Um, and I, I certainly by no means hated the episode. I actually, I enjoyed the episode, um, but it felt like an episode. It didn't feel like a finale. Now, one of the alternate titles I kicked around for this episode is Let's Blame Moffat because mm-hmm. I think that even I have been conditioned at this point to expect these grand over the top finales. We got it in the Russell T Davies era. We definitely got it in the Moffat era. And I think going into a season finale, those are the stakes. That's the, that's the level of ampedness mm-hmm. that I've <clears throat> come to expect. And this episode did not have that. It did have tension. It did have suspense. Um, but I expect more running in uh, uh, finales. There was a lot of walking <laughs> in okay. this episode. The, the the pacing of it felt like it could have been any other episode mm-hmm. this season. Um, and I'm not, I, again, I'm not trying to crap all over this. There's a lot of great stuff. I mean, I, I, I love, you know, this tension that we get between the doctor and Graham. I love that we get Graham who's kind of like, and, and I think does it in a really well understated way. I mean, really Bradley Walsh MVP of the season. Um, absolutely. Um, just in this, like, okay, look, it's Tim Shaw. Um, I'm going to kill this bastard. Yeah. Um, and, and he, and he, and he's very calm about it. He's not flying off the handle. He's not, you know, flying into a rage. He's not, you know, going nuts with the, uh, a gun, even though I'm sure he wants to. Um, and, and I think that actually, that is way powerful. Um, but a lot of the episode felt muted in a way. Um, but, and I, and I will completely admit in a, in a second watching, you know, I kind of saw how things uh, uh, gelled a, li- a little bit better. And, and some of the bigger uh, ideas they're working with in this story. Um, so, like I said, I certainly didn't hate it. Um, I did like it. Um, it just didn't meet what I was expecting for a finale. And is that my fault? Is that Chibnall's fault? Is that Moffat's fault? Well, I mean, I, I'm just looking right now. I'm looking since the return in 2005. How many finales have technically been a one-parter? And it's not a lot. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. You know, I've seen... Um... And I forget which side it was on um, because I, I feel like a lot of the news that gets aggregated my way um, is actually just a bunch of clickbaity crap um, screen mm-hmm. rant. I'm looking at you, um, but there was one that uh, I saw today and I, I only half read cause I was busy getting some work done. And um, it kind of talked about how not having any two parters was, was kind of a little detrimental okay. to this season. Um, and in part, I can agree with that. I, I think it was a, um, a bold choice to kind of go with, we're going to tell 10 separate stories, which 
for the most part, were mostly separate. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, again, I, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think having a finale in a lot of ways, at least nowadays, benefits from having this two-part structure. Um, you can tell a bigger story uh, in that time. But similarly, look back at, at Classic Who, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, you might get a story that's four parts or six parts, depending on which season you're in, um, there wasn't some, you know, there wasn't always an overarching uh, story through a season that had some sort of grand resolution at the end. You had, you know, four separate stories told in three or four or sometimes six parts. Um, so this whole, like, grand season finale thing, that, that, that's a modern construct. Mm-hmm. That, that's 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 a recent thing yes this is the past 15 20 years right um so part of me is like well who am i to judge if <laughs> this fits the concept of, of of a season finale this this is the season finale um it was good but i think i've also been conditioned by all of modern who up to this point to expect something mm-hmm. huge well I guess let me ask a different question that I don't have written down, but you, that's okay. You just brought, what if, um, Hmm, I don't know how you would do this. You would have to reconstruct the entire show. What if, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, the entire season, not the entire okay. show. Oof. What if the doctor wasn't the doctor? No, what? um, Wait, what? No, I'm kidding. Um, if the woman who fell to earth came later, would you i'm saying more if if the if the death of grace had come later would you have enjoyed uh the finale more if we got the storyline with tim shaw a little later in the season so it didn't feel like literally two months had passed since the last time we saw this character do you think you would have enjoyed it more you know that's a good question and i'm not sure i not sure i have a solid answer to that. Cause I'm, I'm rapidly trying to picture cause obviously then we would have had grace for let's say at least half the season. Right. And then what do you do with it takes you away? Um, you well, know. it takes you away. It could still be where it is. Yeah. True. You know, if, 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 if let's say, if let's say woman who fell to earth was episode five, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, she would have been in the previous episodes. Right. <clears throat> um, but that event happening then it, you know, it, it might, it might have a greater impact. I feel like we as viewers have had the past two and a half months to kind of um, come to terms with uh, Grace's death. Ah, yes. This is you know? a good, so point. we as viewers have had all this time. Yes. But we don't know how much time has actually passed within the, the world of Dr. Who absolutely right absolutely right um so it's yeah i don't know i mean it, it's so it's so hard to kind of gauge this um <clears throat> and then of course there's the voice in my head that goes you know what we're still getting doctor who and we're still getting really great stories oh Just yeah shut up and enjoy the ride man you know there's part of my brain that does that yeah um, i do it too i think um, i did that a lot with with this season yeah it was, was kind of hard to uh at points go like oh you know there, i can't ignore this it's too there's something there's something wrong with this 
There is, and 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 maybe thoughts like this are are, are better saved for like a full season wrap up. But but I, I feel like I feel like on the whole this season, um, you know, I, again, I, I think I said this a few episodes ago. They are they're doing so many new things. Um, new showrunner, producers, new actor playing the Doctor, new music, new titles, new effects, new everything. There's there's so much new in this season of Doctor Who, um, that there is part of me that I don't want to say is, is, is giving it all a pass, right. but I'm, I'm, I'm understanding that, that they are <clears throat> doing a bit of world building mm-hmm. with this. Now, granted, yes, there's 55 years worth of world building that's been done, but yes. you know, they're, they're, here's the new tone. Here's, here's where we're starting from with this. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving them the season to get their sea legs as it were. And I'm expecting season 12 for us to get out of the Harbor and, uh, you know, up the throttles on the ship. If I can just work this metaphor into death. Yeah. You know? Um, so anytime that I start getting a little too critical, I kind of go, okay, well let's remember this is the first season of a whole lot of new things yeah they are finding their way this will not be the greatest season ever that's okay there's some awesome and amazing stories in here yeah you know yeah. and 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 that's okay that's completely okay look at any season of classic who there are some amazing stories and then there's like underground yeah uh or underworld sorry not underground <laughs> um you know there's kinda you know <laughs> yeah there's some really bonker stuff where you're going wait what were they thinking oh yeah but you still enjoy it. It's still Doctor Who. Absolutely. So Absolutely. there's again in my soapbox. That's fine. I I I hear you. I understand. Um, and that's pretty much it, I guess, on that. I I mean, let's uh, <laughs> let's um, let's let's get into the story and structure now, because I feel like if we yeah. keep going down that road, I'm going to be like how. What did you think of the season as a whole? But we're not doing that yet. No, no, uh, no. I, I think let's wait until after we've seen resolution. Yes. In order to do that. Yes. So let's uh, let's get into the uh, structure and the story here. I think the first thing I want to say is, hey, the uh, description of this episode was kind of cool, wasn't it? Um. Yeah. The, what was it? Nine separate distress signals. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, kind of misleading. But if you think about it, f- five planets, there's five distress signals right there. Yeah. I thought that That's was true. fun after I mm-hmm. thought about it a little bit. Um, I, 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 honestly, I like I, I do like the entire like homage to Pirate Planet. Yes. Um, you know, I know some people kind of crapped on that idea, but I'm like, no, I, I, I liked that episode. I loved reviewing that episode. So to see, you know, that kind of um, idea being used again, I'm totally OK. With oh, that. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think. If there's one thing that I I kind of thought to myself, I'm like that would have been a cool payoff. Is if we had gotten some payoff with the um the doctor's screwdriver being made of Stenza tech. Yes, I think... I, I completely agree with that. Um, I like. I mean, speaking of like Stenza tech and the Sonic and and all that, I I actually liked that these little stasis pods kind of kept that same shape. Yes, more or less. Um, that we kind of see that repeated again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do have to wonder because 
I mean, when the Ucks start kind of doing their thing and their eyes start glowing, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm hearing the Sonic. You're not the only one, sir. If you look at my notes, I believe I, I have it somewhere. Yes, yeah. and, and that's not explained, that's not addressed, that's, you know, maybe it's not actually a thing and we're just, you know, projecting onto it. I don't know, but um, that kind of made me wonder. Yeah, that made me wonder a little bit too. Maybe there's more to it than we actually than we're actually being told. It's possible. I mean, it's Doctor Who. Anything's possible, right? Yeah, very true. <clears throat> um, I, I, I love. Well, I like the fact that really, when you look at the big picture, the Doctor totally sets up this whole series of events. Yes, which is I think why I love it even more because there is. There is a line. I mean, there's a bunch of lines where where Tim Shaw's like, "Hey, thanks, thanks for hooking me up with these sweet digs. I'm a god." Uh, but he, she says to him, "Man, I really hope I, I wrote it down." Oh, um, there are consequences to all actions, and Tim Shaw says, "And these are yours, Doctor." And she's yeah. like, "Oh, he got me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, no, also. But- <clears throat> I think I, I'm gonna skip. We're gonna skip around here because there's mm-hmm. there's a lot to cover. I saw in yes. your notes. Um, let so I'm just gonna read your one of your notes if you don't okay. mind. It's from the miscellaneous. Uh-huh. It's um, would things have been better off if that kid had died in episode one? So I want to restructure that question. Would things have been better off if that kid hadn't kicked Tim Shaw off the uh? what was it the, the crane. crane would it would things have been better because the doctor said you shouldn't have done that yeah and i am not being like well you know the doctor can do no wrong blah 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 no we know the doctor can do a lot of wrong uh lots of times but i mean i feel like that would have because we don't know how the doctor was planning to dispose of tim shaw yeah and i feel like if we if tim shaw had had or I'm sorry, if the doctor had had more control over that, maybe Tim Shaw would have just been sent back to wherever the Stenza is from. I'm sure they told us. I can't remember. And they would have dealt with him. Very possibly. So, I mean, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I was that's what I was thinking in that in that point. But yes, the doctor is pretty much responsible for interfering with with him and what he was trying to accomplish on earth. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, would it, would it have been, would it have been a better situation for the universe had, or even if, even if, even if Tim Shaw had succeeded and gone and ascended to this role, I mean, even though he's, you know, a, 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 a weak cheater boy yes, uh, to do so double cheat, double cheat. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, you know, we don't know if that would have been better or worse for the universe. But yeah. I think having a couple of people who can literally change the universe simply by thought, um, that's kind of dangerous. Yes, very much so. So I, I feel like the answer is we probably would have been better off. Yes. I think so. Cause I think so. Then he doesn't happen upon these people who are like, oh, this was the prophecy. What do you want us to do for you? Yeah. Capture a bunch of planets in the, a glowing piece of aggro crag? Sure. Aggro crag. D- 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 do you have it? Guts. Remember guts? Right. There you go. Uh, vaguely. From Nickelodeon. Go look it up, children. Oh, yes. That's right. That's right. 
What a what a show! You want a glowing piece of rock? I actually think you can buy pieces of the aggro crag on eBay, and I'm going to look that up afterwards and just put that in this room. I'm sure that'll go over well. Yes. Anyway, um, man, there is a lot to talk about. We got some kisses to the past, which is great. At the end, what what did she say? I once towed Earth. Halfway, halfway across, across the, the universe. universe and turned a Sylvine back into an egg. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. And I just wanted to use kisses to the past again because I thought that was an adorable phrase that the Chibs used. <laughs> right? Um, Man, we got to talk about... I mean, we briefly touched on Graham and his just like, sorry, Doc, this is what I got to do. Yeah. And she's like, you have to go back. And he's like, nah, I'm not gonna. No. That's right. That's right. His again, I I did not expect Bradley Walsh to completely just blow me out of the water, win me over and just be like, yes. Yeah. But yes, it was it was so I mean, if anything, this is it's so strange that I mean, the show is called Doctor Who, but this is pretty much about Graham dealing with uh, Grace's death for the entire season. No, I, I I I completely agree. I mean, that really kind of like if if, if the season has an arc, yeah, that's the know, arc. And then him and Ian uh, um, Ryan's relationship. Yes, I mean that if you you know you don't have the Cybermen in six episodes, but you've got a nice little arc with those two. Yeah, so I you mean, absolutely do. If you, I mean, and I don't think that's much of a reach either, honestly. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it, it's fantastic because you, you get, you know, the tension between him and the doctor. Cause the doctor's like, look, you do this. You're out. I can't. Yeah, you're done. I can't condone that. Yeah. And he's like, I get it. And she's like, I don't think you do. <laughs> you know, if you and, do and, this, and you're just as bad again, as him. Yeah. When we start getting this more stern doctor, this more, uh, uh, I don't want to say cranky because I don't think she's being cranky. No, but. she's not. She's <clears throat> laying down the law. She says, yeah, she, when p- new people come in, I got to state the rules. Oh, and I love that too, where Ryan's going like, Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you said no weapons. Yeah. And it was basically like, no, I meant you, no weapons. Yes. I know <laughs> so what I'm doing. Call you do not. No, no weapons for you. Oh man. You know, that, that was great. Yes. Um, and, and then, and then Ryan, you know, he knows that Graham's hurting. He knows he could go down this path. Yes. <clears throat> and, and so not only do we get another fist bump, we or, or no, not only do we get another granddad, we get a fist bump and I, and, and I love you. Yes. You know? Yes. And that, that's just, okay. <sighs> cool. We got the trifecta. We got the hat trick. We got everything. We did. We got everything we could have wanted from, from that story arc. And then that's also, that's going to be great leaking into next year. I mean, or next season. And I don't want to be grim if we all make it out of whatever's coming. Right. And that's just going to be great because it's like, okay, we've got the weight of them. Like the will they won't they say how they feel, really feel about each other and how they've grown as as a family. That's out of the way now. So now we're off to the races and we can have fun. That's what I'm hoping. Which fingers crossed that's what we get yeah um and i mean i loved like graham and ryan's scene before the sniper bot oh and the sniper bots show up again we do yeah get the sniper bots back yeah uh i mean that little scene they had 
before where he he says that I love you, and he's like, "What'd you say?" And he's like, "I ah, don't pretend to be deaf again." Yeah, because I'm not saying it again. Yeah. Um, and he, he's like, "We're family. You can't do this." So I mean, man, yeah. There's your arc, people. Mm-hmm. There it is. And 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 I and I, and I got to ask because maybe you're a bit more familiar with Tarantino movies than I am, and because you know Graham's already made one Tarantino reference, I I swear that the whole scene where uh, Graham's facing off with Tim Shaw and then shoots him in the foot and then has this like you know kind of like big overreaction, I I feel oh. Like there's something Tarantino esque in that, but I'm not as familiar with his uh, body of work to go. Oh, it's 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 an homage to this scene from this movie because then we also get that um, you know staring down the barrels angle when they fist bump. Yes, we and do that, get that. It feels, it feels Which, very Tarantino. That's to me, very but... Tarantino. <clears throat> um, I I did look up um, shot in the foot Quentin Tarantino, um, and there is. The, the, honestly, the only thing they say is that he has a obsession with feet and filming feet. So, I mean, huh. that could okay. be. It could be. I don't recall anyone like off the top of my head getting shot in the foot. And I am. I'm looking up and down. Uh, it's okay if you don't find it. Yeah, I mean, either someone anything. on Twitter will, Twitter will know, or it's just me projecting onto it. I don't know. Yeah, but that's um, that's the <laughs> that's the only thing. That I've uh, that I recently saw, but yes, the the barrels of the gun looking up is definitely a Tarantino shot for sure. Yeah. Good catch, yeah, good catch. Um, yeah, and I mean we just we just talked about Graham versus Shaw. I thought that whole scene was great, and he, mm-hmm. I I even just loved the silhouette of Shaw just standing there, and he's like, "My wife's dead because of you," and Shaw's like, "Good, yeah, <laughs> oh like, yeah, oh man." Like, oh, yeah, they and let me tell you, uh, as I said, jumping around and I feel like we're we're not really we're going to we have a structure and now there's just no structure. Um, <laughs> uh, the way he Tim Shaw was shot in that where he's just like a silhouette. Yep. I loved that. Like you couldn't even see his mouth move when he said good. I thought mm-hmm. that was fun. Um, and when they finally get rid of Tim Shaw. I love the line, you brought us all together, but you can't tear us apart. Yeah. Good stuff. Yes. No, and, and excellent. It's like, and, 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 you know, while you spend an eternity in here, keep one thing on your mind, and they both say grace, and it's just like... Which, yeah. is, which is great, because they mean it in, like, a remember the woman that you killed that we both loved, but it can also mm-hmm. be taken as, we didn't kill you, we showed you grace. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Which is absolutely. Which is I thought was great as well. It was good yes. stuff. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that's all of my story <laughs> my story instruction notes. Look at that. Look at that. You got any other story instruction notes cuz I kind of just blew through mine. Um nothing that I hadn't already mentioned before. I mean, I I do love the overall message yeah. in the end. Absolutely. Uh when the doctor's talking about, you know, travel hopefully and all that. Travel hopefully. That's a galley one ribbon if I ever it, or a bumper sticker on some hippie's car. That too. That's a that's cool. There's a lot of great <laughs> quotes in this uh this this season. No, oh, absolutely. No, this season's had some fantastic dialogue. Absolutely have loved it. Other stuff that has been just consistently fantastic is the music. Yeah, um it's just been none. all season and 
I, I don't want this to be a season recap, but I, I know at the beginning of the season we were very, very worried when uh, Murray Gold left, but mm-hmm. we we are in good hands. Uh, I've just been blown away by how great the music has been all year. Yeah. It, it's. I mean, it was intense. It was eerie. It's still top notch uh, yeah. in this episode. I, I love kind of Tim Shaw's kind of entrance music. Yes, you know, kind of this this guitar, almost industrial, kind of ominous, yeah. very heavy. Oh yeah. Um, um, also, the uh, the sniper bots entrance music was pretty great too, mm-hmm. and that kind of bl- it bled into well the sniper bots coming in. It, it bled in from the Ryan and Graham scene, which I thought was also wonderfully scored. It was just good stuff, man. Yeah, totally. Look, I'm ready for that soundtrack. I am, dude. I am. Yeah. Let's hope. Um, let's hope that come. They said it was coming out sooner than later, right? Yes. Good. Yes. I, I wonder. Uh, expect it soon. Doctor Who season eleven soundtrack. I'm just going to... John's just going to Google his way through this episode. I am. I'm going to Google my way. Um, Oh, look at this. Uh, According to Wikipedia, January 11th, 2019. I'm very okay with that. It is. It has 41 tracks. Good heavens. Um, Yeah, 41 tracks. And um, it looks... uh, I'm trying to see if they have the... um, the yeah oh they do they have the um the Yaz and uh nanny end credits is what it's called so oh, the the, the doctor- demon of the Punjab remix yes. of uh, of the of the theme excellent it's apparently only forty nine seconds but somebody will loop it that's fine okay anyway so there you go folks <laughs> look and feel yeah look and feel but that's cool I mean that's that's a, we didn't know that now we know now maybe excellent. you know um have it in time for galley so. Yes, a- absolutely in time for Galley. That's great. Um the let's talk about directing. I loved I mean, we really don't get a good look of the TARDIS. I think if there's anything this season could have used more, be more looks of the interior of the TARDIS, but okay. man, that pan down to open the open the episode mm-hmm. where you get the door the doors are still visible but they're open and you can see the entire interior of the TARDIS and all of its yeah. glory, and it looks awesome. Should Definitely using that set piece a lot more, but that was awesome. Looked very cool. Uh, another thing, I I mean, you know, no, there's no weird choices in this. I don't really think there were any weird choices in anything um, throughout the season. But the slow zoom on Tim Shaw when he's in, when we first see him, like ducking oh. down in that breathing room, was yes. awesome. That the the whole way that that scene that shot is framed, yeah, and we it, it's I mean it's a complete Darth Vader. Oh yes, yes, so absolutely. Much. I mean he's you know he's sitting there. You've got these ginormous rebreathers going. I can't imagine they actually needed to be that bad that big, but they look right. amazing. Yes, um, and it, it's just it it's just pure ominousness. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I don't even care. That's not a word, but it is now. Oh, it is now for sure. You got anything else uh, for directing? 
Directing specifically, no. I mean, it's Jamie Childs. We know he does. Oh yeah, you know, amazing work. Um, and, and just and again, like like when when he and Graham face off. Yes, you know, just it it, it could have been so easy. You know, here we're gonna have a close up on Tim Shaw. You're gonna be able to see all his features, and he's gonna say good. But to have yeah. him completely silhouetted, and you don't see him, and you don't see his mouth move, and you just hear good. That is almost more impactful than having, you know, it's a face off. So we got to do close up to close up and, you know, spaghetti Western, as you just see their eyes, that kind of thing. You know, there's, there's choices that he makes that are unconventional, but impactful. Right. Absolutely. Um, my costume design notes are very funny. Yeah. As in, I really just liked Ryan's beanie. <laughs> okay. I liked it. It was like a mustard colored cool looking beanie. Yeah. So it, there. It, it was an interesting splash of color. Yes. Um the Ux had some really cool getups as well. Yeah, I liked their outfits a lot. Those are very cool. Um kind of sis- sisterhood of uh what is it, con- the con con? The car the carn. The carn. Sisterhood. Yeah, of not the, the traveling pants. Not the traveling pants, no. Uh, I mean, uh, kind of in that vein, probably a different color scheme with some extra stuff, but looked pretty definitely. Cool. And I think the sisterhood of of Karn are were a bit more flowy robe yes. than they were. This was this was almost like you know traveling monk, uh, a meets, meddling you monk? Know, dreadlocks. Yeah, <laughs> a monk that is meddling. Uh, well, maybe not that. One, I know, per se. I know, I know. That would be nice, though. Don't get me wrong. Oh yes, it would. It would be great. Um, I um. Do you have anything else for for costume? I was going to start talking effects and stuff because I had a lot of notes for that one. Um, Tim Shaw, I liked his little. Uh, uh, it looked like he he looked a lot cooler in this episode. I feel he had like a cool little mesh cape looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I thought he looked a lot cooler in this episode than he did, but I could also be misremembering, and he could be wearing the exact same thing. So it's, it's worth going back and checking. Yeah, not right now though. No, not right now. Because, yeah, we're doing this right now. <laughs> we are doing this right now. But no, that's that's all I have. Yeah, I man, you know, double negative has just shown themselves to be more than capable. Oh, yeah. Doing some incredible work. I love the opening shot of the planet. Yes. Um, and, and this I don't know, maybe it's this the rapidly moving clouds overhead, but I feel like this planet looks a lot like La Carta in Time in the Rani. Okay. I, I was waiting for some of these like bubble landmines <laughs> <laughs> no, to no pop bubble. up, but no. No bubble landmines this no, time. No, no tetraps either. Nope. Um, the, the the whole rock building effect, the whole edifice that's just floating. Oh, yeah. Oh, there, oh, so. I loved that. Oh, my God. I loved the, the yeah, when we were, for, I loved the formations. I just loved all the set pieces. They all looked great. Yeah. <clears throat> and the inside of the edifice. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking specifically of the, the scene where the doctor is, um, walking down the hall and is first confronted, um, by, um, Ardinio. Uh, Ar- yeah. Andinio. Yeah. Uh, Andinio. Thank you. Um, it, it, there's for whatever reason that scene, um, and a couple other ones, but th- this one in particular gave me a complete, like really heavy duty, like blade runner vibe. Yes. That's, I was trying <laughs> to think of what movie it was reminding me of, but yes, yeah, Definitely a lot of this uh, industrialness kind of highlighted 
with repeating colors uh, just totally gives me this this Blade Runner vibe, and that scene really just kind of hammered it home for me. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent agree. Yeah the the look of that um, the the structure in, the interior of that structure was great. Mm-hmm. I loved um, Tim Shaw's little breathing room. Yes, I thought that looked amazing. Oh yeah, no, that was awesome. So awesome. Yeah. Um, and 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 the uh, the the effect they did of the planets trapped in the aggro crag. Yes. Um, and and they're not they're not just sitting there they're they're vibrating and, yeah. and at times they're really vibrating and and just that whole effect was absolutely so well rendered. Yes. Um, oh, there's my glowing eyes. Kind of sounded like the Sonic note. There it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the the when uh, we were forming the rocks, that was great. The glowing eye effect looked amazing. Um, I mean, let's see. Oh, um, I, for visual effect, I mean, more of a makeup. I like the Ux little uh, spiral scars. I thought that was pretty cool on their face. You know, the little spirals mm-hmm. they had. I thought that oh, was kind of yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a miscellaneous note, but I will I'll throw it into visual and special effects. I liked the um, the look of the blue beam coming out of the TARDIS. I thought that was pretty sweet when the Ux and the TARDIS kind of connected to put all the planets back in the place. Oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. I love that whole effect of, of sending the planets back. Yeah, I think for me, I went, when I first saw it, I went, oh, this is kind of weird. But then I realized it's a science fiction show and I should probably just relax. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I really, I liked that a little effect. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, really good visual effects. Um, and we got a rock quarry, so... It- it's not Doctor Who if it's not a rock quarry. I 100% agree. Do you have anything else for set design? I mean, we kind of touched on it. Um, no, but you did remind me of something that probably is better brought up uh, uh, during our end plugs. But uh, um, I feel like there's oh, a geez. question I yep. should be asking when you, you, but I'll ask it. When you just mentioned it, I, yeah. I went, oh, yeah, I haven't done that yet. Okay. <sighs> we'll get there. You'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, get into some characters, eh? Yes. Um, I noticed once again. I have really no notes for Yaz. I mean, just she's a solid character, and I really have nothing bad to say about her. Um, I think she adds to the story and all the stories. You know, she's she's a great character, and I I thought in this point, I'm like she's. You know, she's from the police force. She is a police woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's basically the doctor's partner in that sense. There's a lot like, I'm not going to leave you behind and stuff like that. I'm going to stick with you. And yes. we're going to. There's a lot of that. And they do. They do pretty good detective police work together. I think that's an excellent observation. And, and yes, her loyalty is is really strong. Um, and I love how she's um, kind of helping to weigh the risk of the few against the many for like the, the 70 seconds that earth is in danger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um do you have anything else for Yaz? That's really, all I, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like she had more purpose in this episode, but I, I, I think that may well be because of what you said is that you, I think, I think you've kind of nailed it. I mean, I've heard everybody say, well, yeah, Yaz is great and all, but I don't feel like she's had a purpose, but I think, you know, because Ryan and Graham have their own thing that they've been yeah. kind of working on or working through this whole season. 
yeah. right? And that's been really obvious to people. I, I don't think it has been as obvious to people that, that uh, Yaz and the Doctor are, are in many ways kind of our detective team. Yeah. And yes. I think that's an excellent point that I think a lot of people have probably missed. Well, there you go. Thank you. I You're did welcome. it. I did it, everyone. <laughs> it only took 144 <laughs> episodes, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, Graham, I think, I don't know. I don't know how much more we could talk about, about Graham. I think, um, me, honestly, one thing I haven't, uh, I haven't mentioned is I wasn't sure if Graham was going to make it out. Um, having seen the synopsis for the new year's day, I knew he was. Well, um, I mean, I've been, I've been lied to before. Fair. No, that, that's a very fair point. Um, and I know he's in promo shots, but it's like, man, if they really wanted to do a good number. Oh boy. That, that would have been crazy. That would have been like above Moffat level lying. Oh yeah. That would have been top tier lying right there. Yeah. That, um, that would have been pretty bold. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not, I'm not really sure <laughs> what's going to happen. Is he going to follow through? Is he not going to follow through and then end up getting, um, getting murdered or, or, or even getting the boot or even getting the boot. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, there certainly were avenues open, uh, to be explored. Yes. You know, absolutely. I mean, I, I certainly thought it possible that Graham would go through it. Oh yeah. Um, um, glad he didn't No, I'm glad he didn't either. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's nice to see that, that, that kind of, um, that story played out the way it did. I mean, I think that definitely, you know, showed the right way to go. Yes. Um, I, I, I'd love, I mean, with Graham, I'd like to say that only Graham can do Graham snark. Yes. Oh, another cheery one. And he, yeah, he does it so well. Yeah. I I live, I live for his, you know, little quips. Yes. And I love the diehard reference. Yes. Yippee-ki-yay robots. That's Uh, who wouldn't say that. Exactly. Good Who stuff. would not say that? Um, Ryan, I don't really have anything besides, you know, the the whole saying he loves Graham and the little fist bump and knowing and and basically saying uh, Nat, uh, Grace would say, be the be the better man. She's told me my entire life. Now I'm telling you. Yeah. I thought that was great stuff. I mean, just yeah, yeah. good stuff. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I, I like I like, again, the, the whatever happened to no weapons exchange yes i mean I, I think i think that was great and i and i liked i like after they get beamed into the edifice he goes what what is it what is it with doors why don't aliens like doors yes oh yes absolutely um just very entertaining uh i mean the doctor just this this felt like i mean the doctor to me feels like the doctor but like this this episode was and i've loved the progression throughout the season but this was just like classic Take control, doctor. Oh, I didn't like you before, but now I really don't like you, and now I'm going to make you pay. Yes. Um, yes. I, I, it, it was great to see her, um, you know, get that way. I, I would have loved to see her ramp up another notch above that. Yes, that would be that would be a, that would have been great. Um, I, I, I like her rambling about about the Wellingtons. She's, <laughs> yes, she's traipsing into the water. Um, um, I really loved in, in the beginning, you know, where Graham's like, do we have to answer that? Yes. And she's like, no, no, yeah. no. But everyone else passed him by. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's that's brilliant. Oh, yeah. 
that that was well done. All the stuff with when she's talking to Tim Shaw was great. Yes. Um I loved the bits where she was using the uh the Sonic to I, I guess talk directly to Tim Shaw on the little oh, uh yeah. the throat transmitter. Little throat mics. Yes. I thought all of that those bits were great. It's just it's very great. If it, it was almost like kind of like it felt a little and I mean I don't necessarily like doing it, but it felt a little tenant ish. Mm, I can bit. see that. It, just in that scene. No, you know? I can see that. I, I actually almost um um because the exchange kind of was so rapid, you know, she'd talk to him and then shut it off and then say something to someone else in the room and then go back and go back, you know, talking to him. And I, it, there's almost something a little bit Matt Smith. Yeah, there's a little Matt Smith about that, too, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, yeah, just I thought, I mean, the progression with each episode, I thought this was very solid Doctor episode. Um, yeah, and I love the snark. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. She, oh, she you, does it really well. Oh, towards Shaw when she first sees him, and she says, "What does she say?" Uh, oh, I got a new jacket. <laughs> yes, you look. You don't look so good. And then, how long is it? She's like, "How long has it been?" And he's like, three three thousand four hundred and seven years." And goes, "Oh, that seven must have dragged." <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I love that. Man, yeah, that was good stuff. Great stuff. I don't have. Do you have anything else for the doctor? No. I don't really have anything for Paltracky. I thought he was a solid B character. Um, I mean, it was more of a mystery with him to figure out, like, what is going on because the planet affects the memory. Um, but what a shot, man. Yeah, man. Seriously. Hell of a shot. And all I can say is here to more, here's to more chubby space travelers, man. We can't all be skinny. Yeah, man. That was, you know what? That was great, too. And right I, on. I actually, we never really, I mean, we were in the dark a lot, but when, um, he was getting all of his crew out and Ryan was following him. We got a good look at his his um outfit and that was pretty sweet looking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good solid space traveling. Oh yeah. Outfit, I dig it. Uh Tim Shaw, I mean, I I loved it. It wasn't a traditional arc, but that's fine. Obviously, yeah. he's out for revenge. Revenge, which was also, I mean, technically he says I'm out for what all 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 um creatures are out for revenge mm-hmm. and technically graham was out for revenge but then yep. he went mm, no nah, i'm good so he was wrong you're wrong tim shaw you're also not a god so and and apparently the stenza can live a really long time yeah appa- well and, and i mean also probably the um the ooks were keeping him alive too I on some level, I, I you're probably not wrong there. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously he's having to deal with these rebreathers and stuff, so yes. he can't be doing great. Obviously, he's kind of been ravaged by these DNA bombs too. Oh yeah. Um although I, I do have to say that, you know, you you think he's kind of weak and kind of stuck on this rebreather thing, but then when he's like, mm, nah, I'm gonna disconnect myself and just go stomping off, I'm like, well, I guess you really didn't need it all that much because you, you're acting like you're pretty strong now, dude. I mean, he's probably um I guess adrenaline, maybe. You know, like <laughs> pumped up with adrenaline. Maybe. I mean <clears throat> we don't know. But also, sure. I mean, he kinda I mean, when he got into the room, he kinda just stood there. Like, wouldn't you just go and kill that dude immediately? I, you know, I, I, I will, I will give you that. So, you know, you, you would think being a bad guy, the, the instinct is to walk in the room. There's your target. Nail it. Yeah. Be done. 
but at the same time, it's a show. So <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> you've got well, yes, but <laughs> that's the obvious answer. But then you've got Revenge Seeker and Revenge Seeker. Yes, you know, I think I think as the baddie, you almost kind of want to savor that a little bit because it's like I know you want revenge about uh, on me. Yeah, and I'm going to drag this out a little bit, and then I'm going to knock you down. Oh yeah, but then that also leaves you open to getting shot in the foot. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, the Ooks, I don't really have notes for them. I, I thought they were both fine in their roles. I will say um, it felt very much like the old white person was sticking with tradition and the younger person was like, I don't know if this is what we should be doing. Um, uh, that's a good observation. I think uh, I don't think that was unintentional. Um but I thought they both did a fine job in their roles. I, I don't know if you have any other uh, little little stuff. I mean, I, I love Delph's line. I walked this planet for decades. Floors are fine. Oh yes, that was great. That was cute. Um, I, I enjoyed Andinio's uh, struggle with her misplaced faith. Yes, that was um, great. That too. that was a nice kind of like B story mm-hmm. um, going on. Um, Delph, the 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 actress who plays Delph. Um, um, I know it's obviously not the same person, and I know that we haven't watched the Seventh Doctor story, Battlefield. Mm-hmm. But there's a character in that, um, who basically is the new Brig, Winifred Bambera. Um, they look a lot alike to me. These two really? characters, yes. So when we get to Battlefield, I mean, you'll you'll see her and be like, oh yeah, I can kind of see that. Huh. Uh, um. But uh, so far as I know, no relation at all. Just, just, just an observation. Huh. Well, all right. Um, and I and I liked that they were kind of like whatevs about the whole bigger on the inside thing. Yes, they did not yeah, care about that like at all. That. And they're like, oh, dimensionally transcendental. Yes, of course it is. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got some miscellaneous notes, but I feel like we mentioned most of them. Some of them are kind of nitpicky. Um. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I was. Ha- uh, I don't know if you watched Heroes Reborn when they rebooted it. There was uh, no. I watched the first season of Heroes and then tried the second, and I went. I give up. Oh man, I tried to power through the whole thing. I mean, I, I watched. Remember you going through it? I, I watched the kidding. original series all the way through, and then Heroes Reborn. I'm like, let's do it, and I got. I think to this up ep- there was an episode. Where it said, and I'll have to find it, because I took a screenshot and I went, what in the world is this? And it said, like, 7,423 years in the future. And oh, I, went, I remember you talking about this. Yes, yes, and yes, I, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I had some flashbacks when we saw the uh, 3,407 years later. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, Heroes Reborn was terrible, and this is not, so that's fine. And can I just say, I like that if you're going to do... Um, a, a big jump of a number of years that it's not a perfectly round number. Yes, always. Yeah, that's great. I like that a lot. Always do that, people. Don't be like, you know, five thousand years later. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. Fifty-two hundred and fifteen, or you know, forty-eight hundred and seventy-one. Just, just give me some sort of crazy number. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Um, I thought, I mean, there was some stuff. We could use the throat comms a little more, I think, right? Like, they're like, um, we're, this is yeah. how we're going to communicate. But nobody communicated immediately. Hey, we found this room with this dude tied up. And also, there's more of these things. Well, no, I mean, 
I know. Anytime, <laughs> anytime that they did go to communicate something like that, the doctor is busy because she's dealing with, she's like facing down Tim Shaw. Right. And right. so it's like, uh, doctor, we found something. Hold on. Dealing with something. Yeah. All right. It's fine. I just I'll felt explain like it later, Joe Grant. I mean, like, <laughs> yes, I just felt like there was, um, I don't know. There could have been some, some more opportunities to use that, but I mean, that's obviously a nitpicky thing. Another nitpicky thing is, um, I feel like after they took, they were n- neural inhibitors, right? Or yes, I feel like shouldn't the memory loss have taken a little more effect? It kind of just felt like they went, oh, I forgot. Oh wait, now I remembered. It was, you know. But also, I guess we don't know how that works. Besides yeah. that, it does work. So you know, yeah, we I mean, we you don't know really. They never explain, oh, it takes exactly this long yeah. to have this level of impact on you. I mean, we don't yeah. know True. quite how long Paltraki and his crew. Yes, we don't. So, okay. That's so, I mean, it could have been a day. Yeah. It could have been a week. It could have been longer than that. You know, um, so for a, you know, a, a three to five minute scene yeah. where they need, need to be without them, I'm like, okay, I can see it having some effect. I don't know that it would have a massive effect. Yeah. All right. Say. All right. I, um, I get I it. I got to admit, Stenza is a seriously technologically advanced. Oh yeah, man. Society. Holy moly. Yeah. Good. It's a they're they're a good villain. Yeah. Or at least Tim Shaw is a good villain. We don't know about the rest of them, but I I assume. I am curious if we ever saw more of them. I mean, we'll see. I think we've got a decent. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't killed. He was locked and, and, into a place where, quote unquote, no one will ever be able to get into. Yeah, we'll see about and that. Let's be honest. Anytime you say something like that, you leave it completely open. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's good. I think they did a good job building mm-hmm. a decent vil- new villain. I think, yeah. uh, you know, good stuff there. I will give you that. Absolutely. And and I got to admit, I, I mean, we're, we're dealing with the Ux who are able to shape time and space to their thoughts does that make them more powerful than time lords i don't know possibly i mean it certainly seems like it could be yeah something Hmm. to consider yeah interesting yeah yeah i'm not really not really sure um huh and their 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 eyes did make the tardis noise the sonic noise the sonic noise I know. I it, that makes me wonder. That really, really makes me wonder. It's not addressed, and I haven't seen anybody talking about it online. Who knows? Maybe they created the Time Lords. Oh my God! <laughs> anyway, um, to blow your heads out of the water tonight. <laughs> anyway, let's just move on from that insane thought. Um, behind <laughs> the ca- behind the couch scale, how do we feel? Uh, you know, honestly, barring the general creepiness of Tim Shaw, yes, you know, um. Hey, I've I've got some extra tea, uh, kind of thing. Um, it really didn't seem all that bad, right? There's a lot of you know really scary stuff. There's a decent mystery, nice message at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's I I like the idea of showing my kids something where, um, the way to win is not through force, not through killing the bad guy. Yes. You know, granted, injuring, sure. Um, Basically, permanently putting on ice. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. Not dead. 
he's just, you know, uh, paused. Yes. <laughs> as it were. Is that more humane, less humane? Well, that that's that's a debate to be had. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, if... I wouldn't let this be, like, the first episode they ever see. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'd have them see some other ones first. Maybe eventually get to um, The Woman Who Fell to Earth. Yeah. Which, you know, it's a little bit creepier than this one overall. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, then you've also got to deal with the death of Grace. Yes. Um, but, you know, just looking at this one as a whole, how scary is it? Not terribly. If right. you already can go okay look this guy's gonna look kind of creepy he's got teeth in his skin (laughs) but that's gonna be the worst of it yeah all right then um so next time it's gonna we're we're gonna be taking a little break here yeah we're gonna take the holidays off we're gonna take the holidays off we'll be back i i i guess i mean we'll probably we'll see maybe the second we'll record that's kind of where i penciled it on the calendar if that's doable i can do it too so i can do it perfect um so yeah we'll release that episode about uh resolution starring all of our regulars uh written by the chibs and directed by wayne yip uh new year's day episode very exciting um can you i've seen two different trailers for it though i oh i have only seen the one where it's like uh hey there's a thing here and it's the most evil thing ever, and it has a name, and the name is, and then we don't get anything. Okay, um, so you you've seen what I think it was the BBC America one. Okay, and 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 I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, please let me, please tell me that they are throwing off the shackles, and we are getting a Dalek story. Yeah, I mean that seems like that would be awesome. Seems How like where we would be going, right? Ever, however. The one that I saw online after the episode aired in the UK says that this is, you know, the greatest evil in the whatever, and it's been buried since the ninth century. Oh, so do you think it's? Um, uh, I think it's going to be. I think. I think it could be something else. What do you think? I don't know. Do you think, uh, man? Um, I, I I think it 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 may again be something completely new. I think I I'm not counting on a classic villain. Right. Although, didn't like the Eaters of Light happen kind of around that point in time, or was it earlier than that? I have no idea. I just that pod just popped into my head. I I don't think they're making a connection to that episode, but um, I I would love for it to be a classic baddie. I really, really would. I want to see what that would be like, and I'm not thrilled about the idea of having to wait until 2020 in order to do that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I agree. That would be <laughs> very lame. But my gut feeling is that it probably won't be. Yeah, I don't think it'll be the Daleks. I'm not really sure what it what it would be. I can't, nothing's really coming to to mind right now. But oh well. I mean, we'll see yeah. in a couple of we weeks' will. time. <laughs> but until it's the then, Morax, the Morax are back. The Morax. Oh no. Uh, so you can, uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at blue box UFO subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and basically anywhere else you get your podcasts. Uh, just search podcastica rate and review us as well. Uh, SoundCloud is also one of those places. Soundcloud.com slash the 
N-O-T-L-G. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and maybe by the time you listen to this, um, we will have a brand new shirt up that I uh, forgot about. Don't. Sorry, my bad. Um, yeah, it's okay. It we is. Were, um, we were inspired by uh, "It Takes You Away." Yes, <clears throat> yes, we were. So um, I, I, I get think that's, that's really all we need to we need to sell them is we were inspired by "It Takes You Away." Yes, and just think of a weirdly clever shirt. Yep. Um, and then hopefully that'll that'll be on there. Uh, Patreon.com slash notlg. Um, we will be ramping that up in the future for sure. Absolutely. So, join us again in uh, three weeks. Three weeks? Uh, One, two, yeah. three. Yeah, three yeah, weeks. This is in two weeks. Where we will talk about the New Year's Day special resolution. And we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. And have a Merry Christmas in the meantime. Yes. And a Happy New Year. Indeed. That's the obvious answer. But then you've got Revenge Seeker and Revenge Seeker.